0: Thank you for celebrating 20 years with the Indian School of Business. To fondly remember this milestone, we bring to you ISB is 20, a collection of 20 stories told through conversations with the founders, deans, professors, staff, students and alumni. We attempt to celebrate the impact that ISB has had on management education and research. Starting our journey in 2001, With a graduating class of 128 students isb has grown today into a recognized world-class institution this series helps us pause and reflect on what brought us where we are today and the path that lies ahead in this episode tune in to hear about a professor's journey from being a student at isb to a faculty at the school prasanna tantri who is an associate professor of finance and executive director at the Center for Analytical Finance recalls his experience
1: I don't know you know whether I qualify as a success story that you know typically people associate with because you had people who started uh, you know businesses and unicorns and all so I don't fit into that way of measuring success but yes ISB did have a big role to play in in, in my life and my career When I came to ISB, I came like everybody else, uh, you know, trying to do an MBA to get a better job after that. You know, that is, I'll be uh, sort of lying if I tell you that I had some great vision or something when I came here. The very plain and simple expectation was to get a better job. So I first year job of uh, my job was selling insurance policies. My job was to hire insurance agents, train them and make them sell policies would go on calls with them and make them. So that's why I was called a unit manager. What that job tells you is to, you know, the way they measured in our organization, ICICI Prudential, when I was there, the focus was always on activities. So you think about funnel. Every day, my manager used to ask me how many new recruitment calls you did, how many field visits you did, and then closure, you know. So I applied exactly the same logic to research. So when I when I think about it, research also involves thinking about new questions, collecting data, you know, uh, uh, sometimes, you know, then then analysis, writing papers, presenting them and publish, trying to publish them. These are different things. So I have a very disciplined process, like in in sales, that at any point of time, this funnel is, you know, this is in, in sales, they call funnel. You should have all activities going on at the same time. So if you ask me at any point of time, I have new ideas going on i have data collection going on i have uh, you know some papers under analysis going on some papers under advanced stages going on some papers uh, submission some papers revision right so this keeps this thing you know it it won't be very uniform you know sometimes you have more of this but you won't have a uh uh, a dull moment you know you have all all uh, things covered up so then it becomes a kind of a production system right you have some papers getting published new things coming in and and that's the approach i follow so typically in in isb what happens is you have faculty from outside coming visiting faculty so there's one complaint that students usually have is you have american cases and non-indian cases and all mine is a complete desi course you know out and out what's going on in the indian economy so that's what i teach It's reasonably popular within ISP, I teach in both the campuses. My area of research is mostly banking, so I look at the interface between banking, politics and real economy uh, and regulation and what roles they play. So my my focus is on what's happened in India in the last 10-15 years and most of my research papers on that. I also do occasionally uh, things on financial inclusion and other uh, related areas. So I'm very narrowly focused as far as research is concerned. That's my area of research. And because banking, unlike in many other countries, it's usually banking is what? It's making savers and investors meet, right? Here uh, in, in an emerging market con- context, they have significant more real economic consequences. Yeah, I used to lead a team of selling insurance policies. That actually opened up my eyes about how people think about finance. Now, there are books in BCom will tell you how, what should they do. And when you go to the field, you see what they do and then you realize gap and 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 that gives you, uh, you know, that leads to a lot of questions, what else to do? Maybe I thought go to business school, find out, you know, become my learning was inadequate, let me go to a business school and figure out maybe there are things which, uh, you know, people have already done it. And that's that drew me to that's one of the reasons that drove me to business. And there was a professor Shankar there and he liked me a lot. I I did well in his school. I did reasonably well in almost all courses. So, he had a job at CAF, associate director job, Uh, CAF is center for analytical finance, which I head now. So, the job was, he was having a project securitization, he was also interested in solving access to credit problems. So, there the problem was, the small and medium enterprises, they have receivables from big companies. Let's say, think about some parts supplier to Maruti, this person has receivables from Maruti, right, and which will come for sure. But then it will take time for this Maruti will stretch as much as possible, delay, because they have power over this small guy. Meanwhile, this person has a problem funding this. Because this is a small supplier, Is such an asset which is there, which is like a sure shot collectible from, or or AAA rated borrower. There is no market. So, if there is a market for this uh, uh, securitized, you know, if I can take that bill from Maruti and sell it to someone, some investor, So that when the Maruti pays, when Maruti pays, that person will take it. You know, then my problem will be solved. My problem is liquidity as a small uh, business person. In fact, now it's actually happening. That market is there. That time it was not there. So this was a project Shankar, they wanted to create this market. And and also handle administration of the center. So he picked me as a, he gave me this offer of uh, associate director. And ISB was kind enough to recognize uh, my interest. And first I joined as a, a staff member here. Uh, they then allowed me to uh, uh, took me into the PhD program here and then eventually as a faculty and, and now I'm here. so so it was not a planned kind of a journey it's thanks to opportunities at ISB which recognizes uh, what people are uh, good for and gives them an opportunity that I'm here still, you know talking to you as a faculty today. you know when a, when you join as assistant professor you actually join on a six it's not six actually it turns out to be seven year probation. The, I don't know of many jobs where you have seven-year probation, and then you get a confirmation. You get tenure. So in my case, ISB was uh, generous enough to recognize my publications, and within two two and a half years, I got tenure as well. So that was also uh, happened quickly. So so far so good. ISB has been very kind to me. In one of the sort of accept, I got some award for teaching. So in one of the ex- acceptance speeches, I said that I feel here there is a conspirac- conspiracy to make you successful even if you don't want to, right, so it was more of a push, right, that that happened, you know, I, I worked hard, I agree, but then ISB has been, you know, a lot of times you work hard, but you don't get recognized, but that's not the case, I can't complain of that at ISB. Now, the second uh, question you asked is, why am I interested, I don't have an answer, why am I interested, you know, generally, I, I think it it is, it, is, it is better if people can leave a uh you know uh, better life you know have access to basic resources uh you know uh, and without uh, uh you know th- because that that's required for stability of society also let's forget all the uh, you know all other uh, grand grand ideas uh to, for society to be stable you need to have people having access to you know access to resources i am not talking about equality of outcomes there should be equality of opportunities. Uh, to have equality of opportunities, people should have access. You know, you should, you should have, at least you should have an education loan, access to education loan to get education, right? So again, finance comes in there as well, right? So I see financial angle in most of the real problems. That's how I'm wired maybe. And that's why I'm interested. Uh, I do not start with working on monetary policy, but I teach in my classroom. So in fact, I have three, four papers. now. One of them, uh, uh, and, and regulation also where the question itself came from students. The question from, maybe now it's slightly modified and after I thought but the original thought uh, for that question comes from, so reverse is definitely there. In India, if you're focused on research, if if, if you're interested in teaching, there are a lot of people, very, very talented people in business, uh, who want to, uh, you know, uh, who who are not now sick and tired of doing the same thing again and again and who want to explore an academic uh, life, you know, especially there are people after working for five years, uh, they want to do something. Uh, and ISB is the place to consider. ISB compromised its own rules and gave me a chance at different stages, you know, and, and and you can say you can view it as favoritism or you can view it as flexibility. You can view it both ways. So the uh, test for this is the outcome, you know, after that, what happened? Right. So that's what uh, is uh, the flexibility that ISB shows and the uh, eagerness to reco- recognize talent and support. And as I said, I, I repeat, you know, this is like once you start working hard here, focusing on what you want to do, it will do everything to make you successful.